You're listening to Bluey's Brisbane with Justin and Lou. David, we're here in your studio in Fortitude Valley. As an artist, you're really well known for very iconic images of Brisbane, especially jacarandas. Can you tell us a little bit about a painting we're looking at here of a family under some jacaranda trees? Well, that painting is actually a commission uh, from friends of that family, uh, and it will be presented to the woman who's pictured in the painting this Saturday. Uh, I won't mention any names, but uh, uh, I get lots of commissions from people who want to preserve their family in some sort of form. Uh, most people will take photographs and have them on the wall. Every now and then someone will say, look, we, we love New Farm Park or City Botanic Gardens or we had a wonderful time in New York or Paris. That's where we, we were engaged, etc., etc." And once upon a time I would have thought that was all a bit emotional, um, <laughs> a bit twee perhaps, but now I think it's lovely. I think it's lovely. What changed no your problem. mind? Uh, maturity, uh, old age, call it what you will, uh, it's changed my way of thinking. I no longer believe that artists have to uh, wrestle with inner turmoil uh, and get their angst up there on the canvas. Uh, I think it's perfectly acceptable uh, and one shouldn't be in the slightest bit uh, ashamed of painting lovely paintings. And if I can paint paintings that people do like, even love, well, that's quite a privilege for me. Um, my previous career, which was very much attached to, uh, to Brisbane uh, as a Brisbane councillor, was full of complaints. Now my life is full of compliments. Uh, once I had uh, brickbats, now I've got bouquets. Uh, life has never been as sweet as it is now. Speaking of being a councillor, I'm going to upgrade that. As your job title, you were in fact our Deputy Lord Mayor. Mm-hmm. Um, when were you our Deputy Lord Mayor? Uh, from I was in Civic Cabinet for a total of about 17 years, um, and for four of those years I was Deputy Lord Mayor uh, and Leader of the Majority in Council uh, and Deputy to Campbell Newman. Campbell were, and I were of different political uh, backgrounds, but we managed to get on and uh, it was a tense, frustrating, uh, gruelling uh, time, but we managed with a little bit of goodwill to make it work. But I've always, I've always loved Brisbane, and so being a councillor was a natural expression of that. Now, as a painter of Brisbane, I feel it's continuing that sort of love affair uh, with the place. You told the ABC that you thought the environment of a councillor were footpaths, streets and parks. And when I look around here in your studio, there's a lot of that represented when you're painting Brisbane. Um, When you watch something like Bluey and you see them, Ludo Studios, representing Brisbane, through your artist's eyes, what do you see? Like, I don't know, critique them. What do you think they're doing so well? Yes, uh, I've gone from paving footpaths to painting footpaths, uh, from opening parks to painting them. Uh, Bluey, I think, is just this wonderful, uh, I guess, growing up of Brisbane that we now have a very own cartoon figure who has somehow captured the imagination uh, of the rest of the world. And in that respect, it's a bit like Trent Dalton and Boy Swallow's Universe. Who would have thought that a story about a boy growing up in, in Goodna and Brackenridge and, and uh, aspiring Arnold to Dara. be... Yes. Yeah, and Dara. 
uh, and aspiring to be a journalist at the Courier Mail would have switched on lights all over the world. Uh, I remember getting out of uh, the tube station in Hampstead Heath to go to a show I had there last year. And as I got up out of the station, there was uh, Boy Swallows Universe all over, the, all over the, um, uh, the bookshop. And at the same time, Bluey is conquering screens all around the world. And there's something about the affection that those writers uh, and creators have had for their home city that comes through in that work. And there's something beautiful about Brisbane that the rest of the world is interested. It's not a story or a cartoon that's simply about us. It's also about the rest of the world as well. One of the things that surprises a lot of my interstate and even international friends mm. when I tell them, do you know that those locations are for real life mm. and you can visit them here in Brisbane, there's a bit of a gobsmacked moment that, you know, you can see the suburb Red Hill where the healers mm -hmm. live. You can go to New Farm Park where they all have a very doggy you know, um, barbecue and we see the river, the city cat. We see that reach of New Farm Park and Hawthorne. When you see things like Bluey, what makes it distinctive when you look at it about, yeah, that's Brisbane, they nailed it? Well, there are a number of things. Firstly, I recognise some of the places, as you've indicated. Um, the hills of Red Hill, the... Uh, the Queenslanders and colonial cottages of uh, all through the inner suburbs, the rotunda at New Farm Park, uh, the river, the city cats. But it's the colour purple uh, and blue that comes out, uh, the jacaranda trees. Um, <clears throat> even though jacarandas aren't native to Brisbane, we've sort of adopted them. Uh, Grafton, I know, has a jacaranda festival, but Brisbane is basically, particularly around this time of year, October, November, painted blue, uh, yes. the blue of the jacarandas. And that'll... That will change in November, December, when it becomes red from the Poinciana's. Um, I think it's just extraordinary to see how a single tree like that has so captured the essence of Brisbane, even though it's an introduced tree. Uh, so I think it's all of those things, the recognisable forms, but also the colours. And of course, it's the casualness of the characters. Uh, there's an earthiness, an, uh, an anchored sort of uh, centrality to all of the characters that I would like to think is the Brisbane personality. It's not arty-farty, it's not uh, pretentious. Not that I'm saying that that might be the character of a place like Sydney or Melbourne, uh, but in Brisbane uh, it's a, a, a basic genuineness and sincerity and that comes through. And you were talking about how Brisbane grew, has grown up when you look at things like Bluey. For you, is it like Brisbane 2.0? We went through a bit of a renaissance in the 90s with the Nick Earls, Zigzag Street, his books. Is Trent Dalton our Nick Earls 2.0? Uh, we had the music renaissance too. And, I mean, we're sitting right here in Fortitude Valley. Bandit, a.k.a. Dave McCormack, in the 90s, this was his stomping ground creating tunes for Custard. So when you see something like Bluey, do you think that we've become cool again? Yeah, I, hate, I would like to think that Brisbane uh, is on a smooth, progressive form into, uh, track into the future. Uh, I think, though, listening to your comments, which I think are very, very astute, it's not a natural progression. We have had rises and falls in progress, and certainly uh, Brisbane in the 90s, 80s and 90s, there was a music... Uh, 
uh, resurgence then that was uniquely Brisbane. And we were attracting people from all around the world. Uh, the games industry in Brisbane, uh, which uh, burgeoned in the late 90s, was a result of the music industry in Brisbane that attracted people from San Francisco who heard bands and they discovered these bands were from Brisbane. They Googled, as you would in San Francisco, the home of Google, uh, and discovered this quirky little place by the river uh, in a beautiful subtropical climate. And they decided that they might spend some time there, and they did. Um, I think you need nurturing environments in which the arts can uh, produce uh, something like uh, Bluey, uh, I hope that we've got the right policies in place, looking at it from a governmental perspective, that encourages the arts. The arts are really doing it hard at the moment. Uh, some forms more than others, particularly the performing arts. The visual arts, a little less so, um, but I, I would hope that we're able to build on the progress of the past. And yes, who would have thought Bris Vegas could be cool, but we are, and we need to embrace that. We need to tell the rest of the world what we already know, which is we're the best place in the world to grow up and enjoy life. Now, you have been showing me some of your canvases ready to go to London, mm. going across the country. There's mm. other international galleries that you have your works exhibited, but also sold. When the jacarandas on a canvas by David Hinchliffe are uh, hung up around the world. Doesn't that create intrigue as well about what is this river city I'm seeing? Because what you've got here, this is London bound, I believe? No, that one's not London bound. That, that one's uh, bound. That's going to stay in Brisbane, that one. Uh, oh, this, uh, the Newfound Park one's going to be in Brisbane, but these other paintings will be heading to London. Now, uh, generally, uh, there's not a lot of Brisbane subject material going overseas. There is an exception, though, and that's Tokyo. Uh, I've got a dealer in Tokyo who sees work that I do um, online and he will say, look, I really like that painting. Uh, is it possible for you to do something like that uh, for the Tokyo market? And the number of times I'll write back to him and say, you know, that's New Farm Park or that's Brunswick Street, uh, Fortitude Valley or Ann Street, Brisbane. And he said, it doesn't matter. It's a, it's a, I like the painting. I like the feel of it. I like the light in it. And I just muse at that because uh, the other paintings that he'll be uh, asking for will be of Paris, of New York, of London. And I think it's sort of nice, nice, <laughs> that Brisbane is up there among that sort of subject material. Uh, it's easily and happily sitting next to New York, London, Paris, Tokyo. I go to all those places and I'm always relieved, not just... Uh, pleased, relieved to be back in Brisbane. There's something about our size. We are uh, big enough to be interesting, small enough to be friendly and comfortable. Um, if we get too big, we lose some of that comfort. We'll still be interesting. Um, if we're too small, of course, uh, people want to go elsewhere because you need the vibrancy and the diversity to create interest. My son and daughter-in-law have just moved back from Melbourne. Uh, Joe has lived inter interstate or overseas for 13 years and they just love it here. Uh, they've recognised a change in the city and part of it is physical uh, but part of it is emotional and intellectual and I think that's very exciting. Now I've asked you questions as putting on your hat as deputy, you know, the former mm. deputy Lord Mayor. Yeah. A hat I very rarely put on these days. A very rare hat, yes. 
And I've also asked you to put a hat on as an artist. I'm now asking, throw another hat on the head. Oh. You as granddad. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Are you cool, granddad? Uh, I'm, I'm a pretty cool granddad, I think. I, uh, you, you can't be knowingly cool because that's not cool. Uh, cool's got to come from within. That's so true. Uh, you don't, don't force cool. Because forced cool becomes very uncool very quickly. <laughs> um, look, it's cool being an artist. Oh, God, is it cool being an artist. You know, of all the professions, art is the best profession, an art form, in which to grow old. You know, you can live in messy, dirty, grubby surroundings, as I do here in the studio. People say, that's okay, he's an artist. Um, Fantastic. And... <laughs> And all, all my other friends who aren't artists, they're ex-politicians, they're ex-teachers, they're ex-lawyers, and I think, what a shame, you know. <laughs> they, they don't get to get cloaked in that mystique of art. <laughs> uh, so my granddaughters who are here with us uh, today in the studio, portraits uh, sit yes. above the studio presiding over all my works. Um, they are, of course, my, my inspiration, my love. Um, and I'm very lucky, as any grandparent is, to have grandchildren. It's the real blessing of life. Every struggle you go through in life uh, is made, uh, I guess, is justified uh, once you have grandchildren. You think, well, that's what it was all about, getting here to this point. <laughs> what delights you about Bluey as a grandparent? Ah, well, of course, there is that episode of uh, Bluey's about the grandparents. And the, and the character's just drawn so beautifully, you know. Um, I love the idea that my little Iris and my little Celeste will be growing up in a world which is uh, on screen. Obviously, we want our kids to be growing up in the real world, but their real world is reflected in what they, what they see on the screen. And, you know, I grew up in an American world where all the cartoons, all of the stories that were told, all the books that we read were either English or American, but mostly American. Uh, the American culture was the dominant culture, and we were effectively the 51st state of America. So we were culturally colonised by America. I, I would dress up in cowboy uh, suits and run around the, the place like, you know, I was the Lone Ranger or something, because that's, that, was, that filled our world. If we've got things like Bluey, to reflect on and draw inspiration from, well, then I think it will make our kids more unique and more whole and happier to be who they are and where they are. You know, when I grew up, all I wanted to do was get away. I wanted to, to, see, the other, to see the real world. And now I think my kids are growing up in the real world. They're growing up in a beautiful place that's inhabited by uh, interesting, colourful characters um, wonderful weather and fantastic scenery and bush and, and beach. I mean, that's a paradise. Now, if you were going to make a recommendation for those on the outside looking into Brisbane, mm. where should they be going for, I'm going to call it a bluey day out, but maybe an <laughs> ultimate Brisbane day out. What are some of the must-haves people have got to see? Well, you know, I can't... My heart belongs to New Farm Park. Uh, it really does. And I spent a week there uh, during what passes for winter in Brisbane uh, painting. And it was a really wonderful seminal moment, I think, for me, because I realised that I should have been in New York, 
uh, should have been doing painting workshops in Italy and France, and they're all very exotic destinations. And I thought, I love this place. I don't have to be somewhere else. And in relation to Bluey, a lot of what happens in Bluey, I always assume, is something around New Farm Park uh, or Red Hill. So go for a, a go, catch a bite to eat up at La Trobe Terrace in Paddington. Um, uh, zip down, uh, catch a city cat uh, in the city, and uh, take the bend underneath the Story Bridge to New Farm Park. Get out there and spend the afternoon at the playground at New Farm Park. Uh, go get a, dr- a drink in the evening at the powerhouse. Uh, all of those things are featured in in uh, in Bluey, so that's probably my Bluey excursion. Rumor on the street is you have something to do with why we're able to climb the Story Bridge here in Brisbane. Yep, uh, way back uh, on I think the fiftieth anniversary of uh, the bridge, which was in the late eighties from memory, because I think it was around about uh, nineteen thirty. Nine, uh, it occurred to me that we should be able to use the Story Bridge. And at one stage, I was talking about bungee jumping off the Story Bridge. There were a few problems with that. But I said, we should at least be able to climb it. That went nowhere. Uh, and then the, then the bridge climb down in Sydney started. And I came back to Jim Sawley, who was Lord Mayor at the time, and said, mate, we've got to do something about the bridge. You know, it's going to waste. I had climbed it quite a few times without harnesses, without all the gear. And eventually, uh, after we got through all of the hoops and obstacles, uh, we, we end up doing it. Uh, so, yeah, that's, that's one of the things I've been involved in. And, of course, the powerhouse is something else that I was in, responsible for the, uh, overseeing the, the powerhouse development, uh, which took a very, very long time to get through all sorts of levels of government and stuff. Um, <laughs> that's very true, yes. So, yeah, I, I, I got a few things done, not nearly as much as I expected to. But with 25 years in council, uh, I guess you expect, to do at least something so that's one or two things as a guy who's been up the bridge and i got to climb it myself Mm. but i'd love to hear from you what makes that so spectacular as Ah. something to do in brisbane do you think yeah no i i think that the view from the story bridge and the uh, view from kangaroo point cliffs is one of the greatest views in the world um and i always get excited when i take friends up there particularly people from overseas. And, you know, I've been to New York plenty of times. The view from Brooklyn across uh, to, uh, from the east, across the East River to Lower Manhattan is spectacular. Um, you know, that city is on steroids, so obviously it's enormous. But the beauty of the Brisbane scene is the river is more narrow and you get, you're getting up closer to the image. So the Story Bridge, uh, I think it's a combination of that beautiful shape. I think it's a much more elegant shape. Than the, than the Harbour Bridge. Um, uh, it's not as big, uh, but it big isn't necessarily beautiful. And viewing it then from below the bridge at Captain Burke Park, where I do a lot of paintings, and looking up at that skyline, that's just magnificent. And partly because you're so much closer to the city than you are in a place like New York. There aren't too many places uh, like Sydney, Brisbane and New York in terms of being able to see the, uh, the water and the city up close. So that's a very long-winded answer. But it is one of the great city panoramas in the world. It was a very evocative answer, though. Oh, was it? Oh, yes. <laughs>
David, I want to say a very sincere thanks for making time today because it was so hard jigsawing, you know, like a jigsaw diary, getting this into both our diaries to meet up. It's been my pleasure. I can't talk enough about Bluey, about Brisbane, about my granddaughters. They're all subjects that uh, uh, I find very easy to chat about. So, no, thank you for asking. You've been listening to Bluey's Brisbane. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for at Bluey's Brisbane.